Hello, and welcome to It's Story Time! Oh, yes it is! Oh, right, let's go and see what the little children are listening to, shall we? What's the story for today? Let's go and find out. Let's go! Right, right, settle down, children, settle down. We're having a Bernard and Frank story today. Yes, we are. Are you ready? Right, let's make a start then. This one is called... Oh, Bernard Disappears. Oh, shame. One day, Frank felt as if he must tease Nobbs, Rosie and Bernard. He even felt that he must tease the white pigeons on the lawn. So, every time the pigeons flew down, he ran at them and sent them away into the air again with a great flippy flapping of wings. Then he saw Rosie asleep on the wall with her striped tail a-hanging down. Frank jumped up at the tail and nipped it. A little beast. Rosie awoke with a yowl. Well, you would. Someone nipped your tail. Leapt high into the air and disappeared over the wall into the next garden. Frank thought this was great fun because Frank is a bastard. He felt sure that Nobbs was asleep somewhere. What about teasing him too? So he hunted around for Nobbs and at last found him. He was lying fast asleep in the shade of a bush, for it was a hot day. Frank crept up to Nobbs. He came over the grass and his little feet didn't make any sound at all. He crept nearer and nearer and nearer. Then with a yelp, and a bound, he pounced right onto Nobbs, jumping onto his middle. Nobbs awoke and sprang to his four feet in horror, thinking that a hundred elephants at least must have trodden upon him. When he saw it was Frank, he was very, very angry. He rushed at him and snapped hard with his teeth. Frank felt his left ear nipped and gave a yelp. He put his tail down and he ran away. I shan't go near Nobbs again, he thought. He's too fierce. So he went to find Bernard. He soon found him. He was asleep too, for he had spent the night hunting mice in the garden and he was very, very sleepy. So, there he was, his nose almost hidden in his paws, lying on the sunny seat at the bottom of the garden. Bernard's tail hung down just as Rosie's had done. Frank crept up. He blew at the tail, and Bernard curled it up onto the seat beside him. But it soon fell down again. 
Then Frank nibbled at it, as if it were his rubber bone. Nibble, nibble, nibble. Nibble, 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 nibble. Oh, Bernard didn't like it. Well, you wouldn't. Someone's nibbling your bone. He half woke up, curled up his tail again, and went to sleep. Frank waited until the tail fell down again and began to nibble once more. That woke Bernard right up, and he was angry when he saw Frank sitting nearby looking very innocent indeed, as if he didn't know anything about tails or about nibbling either. Leave me alone, said Bernard. I know you were fidgeting with my tail, and I don't like it. Let me sleep in peace. But as soon as Bernard went to sleep, Frank began to tease him again. He tilted his nose. He blew down his fluffy, fluffy ears. He tried to nibble his tail again. So in the end, Bernard jumped off the seat and ran away to find a better place to sleep in. Frank ran after him. I'll find you again, wherever you go, he wuffed. I'm having such fun this morning, teasing everybody. Bernard ran round the house. Frank went after him, but Bernard could run faster. And when Frank turned the corner... Bernard was gone. Frank ran around a little, sniffing hard, because he's a bit thick. But he couldn't find Bernard anywhere. Gillian, Gillian came out in a little while with Emojin. Hello, Frank, said Emojin. What are you sniffing around for? Would you like a custard cream? No, she didn't say that. Do you want to come for a walk? I'm going out with my dolls, Pram. My dolls have been out here in the pram all morning, and now they want to walk. But for once, Frank didn't want to go for a walk. He wanted to find Bernard. So he ran off down the garden. And Imogen went off with Gillian, Gillian, wheeling her doll's pram. Frank hunted for Bernard again. Soon he heard the cook calling. Bernard, 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 Bernard! Dinner, dinner! Rosie, Rosie, Rosie! Dinner for you, dinner! Nice fish! Come along, Bernard, Bernard, Bernard! Rosie appeared and ran to the kitchen. Nobs wandered up, but the cook shooed him off. No, she said, you and Frank have had your dinners. This is for Rosie and Bernard. Now, where is Bernard? Rosie will eat all this up if Bernard doesn't hurry up. Frank looked at the fine-smelling fish on the plate. If I find Bernard and tell him his dinner is ready, maybe he will be pleased with me and give me a bit, he said to himself. So he went off again to find Bernard. He looked simply everywhere and barked loudly for the kitten to come. 
Bernard, he wuffed. Fish for dinner, Bernard. Rosie is eating it all. What a silly kitten you are. Dinner, Bernard, dinner. But Bernard didn't come. It was most mysterious. After a while, even Nobbs began to be worried. Do you suppose anything has happened to Bernard? He said to Frank. He always comes when he's called, especially if it's for his dinner. I'm really rather worried. So then Nobbs began to hunt too in all the places he knew. But Bernard was gone. He just wasn't anywhere at all. So Rosie ate up all the dinner. Great fat thing she is. And then licked the plate. Goodness, there was none left for poor Bernard. We must tell Gillian, Gillian and the idiot Imogen when they come home that dear old Bernard is gone, said Nobbs sadly. Won't they be sad? But maybe they can ring up the police and tell them about Bernard. Someone may have found him and taken him there. Oh, I do wish I hadn't teased Bernard this morning, said Frank. I feel very bad about it now. Well, yes, I hope you feel as bad about teasing me, said Nobbs. You are a perfect nuisance sometimes, Frank. Oh, look, here are the children coming back from their walk. Let's go and tell them the sad news. So up they ran and told the news to Gillian, Gillian and the idiot Imogen. But somehow or other, the children did not seem at all worried. Aren't you sad and sorry? said Frank in surprise. You love Bernard, don't you? Well, why do you smile when we tell you he has quite disappeared? Well, we are smiling because we happen to know where he is, said Gillian. Gillian with a laugh. Ha 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 ha! Where? cried Nobbs and Frank together. Show them, Imogen, said Gillian. Gillian! So Imogen lifted up the corner of her doll's pram, and there, curled up with Angela the doll, lay Bernard, his tail round him fast asleep. Bones and biscuits, cried Nobbs. Who ever would have thought of a hiding place like that? Did you take him out for a walk, Imogen? Yes, said Imogen. You see, I didn't know he was in the pram. And off I went, like an idiot, pushing it, thinking that Angela was really rather heavy today. And suddenly, said Gillian, Gillian, quite suddenly, we saw something moving a little under the pram rug. Imogen was so surprised, because she's an idiot, she said, Oh, Gillian, I believe Angela is kicking her legs about. Isn't it strange? Well, yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? She's a doll. And then I looked under the pram rug to see, and I saw Bernard curled up there fast asleep, said Imogen with a laugh. Ha, 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 I did get such a surprise. So we took him for a long walk with Angela, and he didn't wake up at all. He's so sleepy, the darling.
and to think we've hunted and hunted all over the place for him, cried Nobbs, really quite cross. We run for miles all round and round the garden and Rosie has eaten all of his dinner. When Bernard heard the word dinner, he woke up at once. He sat up and looked down in surprise at Angela the doll. Then he remembered how he got into the pram to hide from Frank. He looked over the side of the two dogs. Well, you didn't find me, he said, wagging his whiskers a little. Whiskers, whiskers! What's this I hear about dinner? Rosie has eaten all of yours, said Frank, every bit, and licked the plate too. That's what comes of going off an adult's pram, silly. Well, I like that, said Bernard, jumping out. Who teased me and made me hide in a pram? It's all your fault that I was taken off for a walk and didn't know about my dinner. I will never speak to you again, Frank. And Bernard stalked indoors with his tail held straight up in the air, looking as haughty as can be. Frank was very upset. He ran after him. Bernard, don't be cross. I'm sorry. No, you're not, said Bernard. I know you. You're a horrid, teasing puppy dog, and I don't know why I liked you. I shall never like you again. Don't dare speak to me. And no matter what poor Frank tried to say or do to Bernard, he wouldn't even look at him. He wouldn't speak to him or play with him. What shall I do about it, Nobbs? said Frank sadly. Bernard is my very best friend. He's dreadful to quarrel like this. Well, you must put it right, said Nobbs. You've made him lose his dinner. Why not give him your supper when it comes? Maybe he won't feel so angry with you then. Mm, that's a good idea, said Frank, cheering up a little. So when Mistress, Mistress, put down his supper, he didn't gobble it up, gobble, gobble, but only sniffed at it. Oh, tails and whiskers, it's such a nice supper, groaned Frank. Mince and gravy and biscuits all mixed up together. Oh, my! But Frank didn't touch it. Instead, he ran to where Bernard was curled up in front of the nursery fire. Bernard, he said. Be quiet and go away, hissed Bernard. I feel like scratching tonight, so be careful. Bernard, I've got something for you, said Frank. Yes, a few more nibbles, I suppose, said Bernard. Well, I've got about a hundred scratches in my claws. Just come a bit nearer and you shall feel them. Bernard, I have got a few nibbles for you, said Frank, but not the kind you mean. My supper is down in the kitchen. You can have it all for yourself. It is mince and gravy and biscuits. Oh, Frank, do you mean that? said Bernard, jumping to his feet at once. Where is it? Quick, take me to it. I'm so hungry. I could almost eat the plate too. No, don't do that, or the cook will be cross, said Frank like an idiot. Told you, a bit thick. Come on before Nobbs finds it and gobbles it up. 
So downstairs they went, and before ten minutes had passed, that supper was all eaten by Bernard. He chewed the mince carefully, he crunched up the biscuits, he licked up the gravy. How slowly you eat, said Frank with a sigh. I could have gobbled that all up in half a minute. Did you enjoy it, Bernard? Will you be friends now? Yes, of course, said Bernard, beginning to wash his whiskers carefully. Look, Frank, I've left the plate for you to lick. There's still a little gravy on it. So Frank licked the plate quite clean and enjoyed it. Bernard washed himself all over and then strolled upstairs again. Frank's basket was there. Bernard jumped into it and curled himself up there. Oh, where am I to sleep? said Frank. That's not a very friendly thing to do, to take my basket, Bernard. I thought we were going to be friends again. Oh, so we are, said Bernard, making room for Frank beside him. We are going to sleep in the same basket. I can't be friendlier than that, can I? When a kitten and a puppy curl up together, that shows they are the best of friends. Woof! said Frank in delight and jumped into the basket beside Bernard. Soon they were curled up together, fast asleep. And when Gillian, Gillian and Imogen came into the nursery, how they smiled. Look, said Imogen, what friends they are. I'm sure they never, never quarrel. But she wasn't quite right there, was she? Thank you, children. That was it for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Join me again very, very soon for another story time. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.